This is Mud from the Lost Omens podcast. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Actually, Dark Cow, no, we're here. There is a show. Welcome, everybody. I am your host forever, Tim. And this is Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol Plavog here on the Professional Casual Network. Um, joining me this week is zero special guests, but my comrade, my cohort, the guy that has the same hat as mine that also likes to wear plaid, it's Dan. I get to sit in my own chair this time. You do get to sit in your own chair. That is your chair, by the way. It's very comfortable. But we are going over some super cool stuff this week on Wait, Did I Roll a Wild? We have some Ghost Rider updates. Yes. We have the final, like, kind of official posting that AMG made about the new core rules mm. for the system, as well as a custom crisis that we will be playing this upcoming Monday on Oh Yeah, The Power Phase, or if you're listening to the podcast version, yesterday. I'm really excited for that because I don't know what it entails and I'm going to be playing in that game. I mean, the good news is, <laughs> is that at any point uh, up until we hit go live, you know, I wasn't 100% on what it did. But so I, if you're writing it, you should know what it does. I had a broad idea and I thought I was going to have more time to to get it nailed down. Uh, but then I decided to add a mechanic where a die is rolled and has different effects based on the result. Oh, um, that sounds so, fun. So that part I've been changing. But naturally, let's get right into it. Um, games played this week. We are moving to the end of the show. Okay. But I didn't play any games this week. Did you do any hobby stuff this week? Uh, no. 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 I I still have my amazing Spider-Man, who's like partly done, mm -hmm. and I just can't ever get the motivation to finish him. Partly Fair. because I have that Scarlet Spider one that Chuck got me um, that's on the, the medium base to use as Amazing Spider-Man. Partly because he there's a lot going on with that model. Yeah. I'm trying to paint the his suit better than the, the core box Spider-Man, where what? he was pretty much contrast. What type of suit are you trying to go for? Just the basic Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, red and blue, but like I'm sure I had um, painted it all over all the the webbing, all the red part. I had painted all over with Nuln Oil. Okay. Classic. So t so all the webbing would be black, mm -hmm. and then I was gonna try to pick in all the spots between it, red. And that went okay for about five minutes, and I said I don't want to do this anymore. So I tried just kind of overbrushing slash dry brushing the rest, and of course some of it got in the the web lines. So I said, all right, whatever. I'm just going to paint the whole thing red solid. And then I will do the wash, uh, like a heavy black wash. And that way, and then I can pick out all the red spots again, because as I was picking it out, there was little bits of like gray in between. And my brush just wasn't quite small enough to get that without going into the recesses of the web. Right. And I was like, if the whole thing is red and there's just darker reds near the the web lines that's fine it'll look perfectly fine yeah so i just need to finally do that i think i had blocked in the the, the base coats of the blue as well but like i don't, I don't want to paint another explosion i don't want to paint the the thing the metal thing that he's on i'm right. just find having hard time getting motivation to finish that one i could see that one thing i was curious of did you ever play the i forget which spider-man game it was for the super nintendo but the like main Spider-Man you played, or maybe it was a buff you got, turned into like the armored Spider-Man that was like the silver and black. 
Uh, it doesn't sound. I I had separation anxiety it on the Super Nintendo. I loved that game. I didn't know how to say it when I was a kid. I, I couldn't read the word anxiety. Apparently, that's. I mean, to be fair, in in nineties like font choices, it was pretty extreme. Like as far as the like. Yeah, and I just didn't know what it meant or anything. Letters. My friends and I just called it. The, we just played the Spider Man game, but that game was awesome. You got to play Spider Man or Venom. Yes. Venom. Everybody. It was a fight for who got to play Venom. Uh, but it was it was one of those classic early 90s games where you had to play on two. It was like Battletoads where you had to play on two player or you weren't going to get past the first level. Correct. Because it didn't scale for how many players there were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved that game, though. It was great. Um, I adored that. I always got the was it Maximum Carnage that had Venom in it, but you couldn't play as him? I think so, because I remember renting it one time because I was like, oh, this is just like the other one. Thinking you'd play it's going to be great. Could- and then it was not nearly as good as Separation Anxiety because I think yeah. Maximum Carnage came out a year or two earlier. And then they awesome. like because Separation Anxiety looked better, like it had better graphics, it had better hit detection and all that. So I think yeah. it was a little bit later of a game. But yeah, Maximum Carnage was very disappointing compared to Separation Anxiety. Yeah. Yep. I That that was. Uh, my experience as well, because mm. I'm pretty sure I had that game before we were friends as kids. Probably. Yeah, we weren't actually friends during the Super Nintendo era. I was at just all. gonna say that same that I was gonna yeah. use the same word Super Nintendo era. It wasn't till 64 era. That's correct. That's correct. And uh regular PlayStation. And then we were friends for GameCube and PlayStation 2. Yeah. And then we weren't friends for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Or Wii. Or Wii. Or Wii U. A little Wii. Like U. near the end of Wii U. Yeah. I guess. I'm not sure exactly when. But yeah. <laughs> We can judge, we can measure the times that we were friends and, and not so much friends by yeah. the Nintendo systems. Now, see, makes I think, perfect sense I to think me. the Nintendo systems actually make it more difficult because there's that weird Wii, Wii U area where for PlayStation, it was just the PlayStation 3 era. Okay, fair. Um, or the Xbox 360 era. So, but then again, PlayStation 4 slash Xbox One era has been like a decade. Yeah, which is great. So, yeah. I, I have been enjoying it, not having feel the pressure to buy a new system. I, I completely agree, personally. The only reason I want a PS5 is to play the DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. Integrate or whatever. It's stupid that it's only on PS5. Whatever, Square Enix. Uh, I mean, sure. granted, I know you're not a big PC game person either, but it seems like a lot of the exclusives that were supposed to be PlayStation only are now coming to PC. Yeah, right. So, because God of War, I know, is hitting in January. Which is like a big deal, like a, a huge, huge deal. deal. Oh, I played a bunch of that today. Yeah, I, I'm liking it more and more as I play. I never disliked it, but I never didn't get the hype of it, like being cl- classified as the best game ever on a few different polls and whatnot. And yeah. I'm like, it's good, but is it that good? And like, it's getting better as okay. I continue through. Kind of like I want to play more. If you could redo or get another model in MCP and do them up like kratos who do you think you would try to do it with? like to mod it a little bit for him for like yeah to, to model as kratos probably I, drax it fits it aesthetically pretty well yeah i was thinking killmonger my first thought was crossbones but yeah i feel like he's a little he just isn't i don't know crossbones isn't nearly as bad as we'd like to give him crap for but i think that, drax I feel like fits that's better the opposite shtick that we've done on this channel but <laughs> yeah that's fair well the thing i do like about crossbones for for modding or doing other things with is that he he he's very he's not a blank slate but he's close enough where you could really kind of make him into a lot i feel like yeah because he just punches things and yeah. doesn't get hurt as bad but thor would be a good one too Thor would be a good one that make, oh, but he hates thor kratos he would be so insulted if you turned thor into him that's fair so you turn him into God of War 1 through 3, then, who doesn't really know what Thor is. Yeah, but Kratos always hates the, the gods in general. That's it's right. kind of his thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, Thor makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because then the hammer works a lot like the Leviathan axe, if we're going mm-hmm. God of War 2018 version. Yep. I love the Leviathan axe. It's so much fun to throw it and whoop, come back to your hand. Just the... They did yeah. a nice job with that. The feeling of it as you're playing is great. But I digress. I knew we would go off topic a whole bunch. Or but, <laughs> do it already. 
let's let's get right into I guess the meat of this episode, and that is not the potatoes. The thing we're actually excited about. Yeah. So potatoes to lot, later. To a lot of people, well, it depends. It depends on your vernacular of and how you <laughs> feel about the potato. I am a person that you know, the burger's good and whatever, but I'm kind of there for the French fries. Depends so, on where you are. Yeah, that's also very true. Because we got a local place for dinner tonight, and like their fries aren't great, but their sandwiches are, oh my God. Oh, did you go to Wise Guys? Yeah. Yeah, their fries are not all that great. No. But but the sandwich I got was top yeah. tier. And so, they had challah bread pudding I tried. Oh my God. So it's the challah bread pudding of tonight's episode. Okay. Wow. I'll let you have a bite if there's any left after the show. So <laughs> the challah bread of this particular episode is this huge beefy ghost rider update. Oh, wow. Yeah, he gets a thwomp because I wasn't expecting them to tone him up this much. I thought no. they were just going to add the immunity to Hex and Incinerate, which we all knew was coming, at least Incinerate. Hex is nice. I wasn't really anticipating that, Yeah, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Well, and they've made him the equivalent of an eight threat now, too, because they also gave him immunity to poison. Well, I mean, didn't he already have that? No. Is that also added? He had no immunities before. Oh, all like those are zero. new. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was just Hex and Incinerate. I'm glad you have the old card up as well. So, yeah, we got Bleed, Hex, Incinerate, Poison. Uh, he doesn't care about your status effects. Right. I mean, he, those, those are most of the good ones. I guess you can still give him the old shocker, but that's about it. Even Stunny doesn't care that much because he gains one power. Yeah, often. All, all the time, all the time and every time. And how he does that is the massive tweak to Spirit of Vengeance, which is no longer, I believe it was range three before. Yeah. If a if a enemy character, if an attack is made by an enemy character that is within range three of this character is resolved. If the attack targeted another allied character, this character gains one. They've just changed that flat up to after an attack targeting another allied character is resolved. If damage is dealt, this character gains one power. So good. That is so such good. a uh, so much better. I like I can't even to, uh, to the point where the last few times I've used Ghost Rider, I've never activated that power because I never remember it first yeah. because it was relatively limited. And I would often send Ghost Rider off to to hold a point kind of by himself as a five threat. He could usually do that pretty well. Yeah. Now he can do that and still get the power every time somebody else gets attacked and takes damage. He has a force's leadership ability just on him Correct. all the time. Yep. Put him in a force and he's just going to pen and stare constantly well yeah so i was thinking about that and just with the spirit of vengeance alone him and inhumans is stellar Oof. he makes a significantly better mana battery than uh red skull does and mm. Red's, he's only a little bit more except he's significantly more consistent and it doesn't cost him an action to do it yeah which is just baller you can hell on wheels every turn probably uh if you wanted to mitch, mitch in the chat thinks that he uh, that ghost rider is probably a little bit overdone I, I don't necessarily disagree here because I, I don't the know other I, buff he got. Right. Plus one stamina on both sides. On uh, both we only sides. see they only gave us the healthy side of the card. But on the stream, I think it was Schick doing the stream confirmed that it's plus one on both sides. Yep. So he's an eight. Uh, was he seven, seven before or seven, six? He was seven, six. So now he's eight, seven. Yeah. Which is uh, slightly above average for. Uh, five threats. Correct. With 15 yep. total. Um, yes, please. Yeah. Awesome. Like, he's got decent defenses, three, four, four. Would that weak, weaker one being physical meant that he could go down a little too quickly for a five threat, Correct. but giving him eight and seven is, oh, just eight on the first side is brutal. Yeah. That's so much. Um, I don't believe they changed Wicked Judgment at all. Uh, it's still something, a reactive that you can use within range three. No, I never remember to use. Yeah, well, and it's one of those ones, too, where, like, it's kind of like tactical analysis used to be, where, like, you're banking on the opponent rolling crits. Well, it's after the attack is made. You activate oh, the superpower. So you know. Before? Oh, yeah, it was. I don't think that one changed at all. Yeah, just after an attack is made by a character within three of this character's resolved, if that attack targeted another allied character, this character may use a superpower. The cost two, the attacking character sh suffers one damage for each crit in the attack roll. Yeah. I mean, this is Domino doesn't want to be anywhere near Ghost Rider with this potentially going off. 
Could you imagine? Well, so I don't think it triggers off of her because she counts skulls as crits. They aren't crit rolls. I guess that depends on exactly how that's been resolved in the rules forum. I think there's other things that have reacted yeah, to that before. Counts as doesn't actually change the die to a crit, yeah, right? You treat it as. Which is so weird. I, I don't understand why they made that a distinction instead of just turn the die to a crit like other things do. That's like, fair. it just seems unnecessary. Are there effects that turn things physically into crits? Cover? Doesn't that change a die to a, a, to a block? To a block? Yeah, but not to crits. Crits are like their own deal. I guess that's fair, since it's a crit. Um, but, I mean, he's a beefy boy now. Yeah. You're going to have the power to hell on wheels on a regular basis. You're significantly more durable. He has no direct weakness, like, at all. You can't bleed him. You can't hex him. You can't incinerate him. I mean, poison, okay, whatever, but... Is it, yeah, what, what do you have left? Judgment? Me, actually. Like, especially when he has higher defenses, it's like, oh, when I see a She-Hulk or I see a, um, not Valkyrie, bigger, better Valkyrie, Angela. Oh, I was like, um, where are you going with that? When I see Angela, when I see <laughs> someone that has like fours across the board, and it's like, well, ugh, I'm not going to roll. That's how many attack dice I'm rolling. You know what I mean? Because I'm right. playing bullseye. So how am I going to potentially get damage through? So this is this is a bullseye killer, which they've obviously set out specifically to do. Bullseye's only Naturally. status effect that he can give. He doesn't great. even care about judgment on him. Right. Because he's going to get power from a bunch of other sources anyway. Yep. So like you have stun. If you do a bunch of damage to him, he he won't take you won't gain as much power, but he's still gaining power from the other from his allies taking damage. Yeah. Uh like stun shock stagger. Yeah, does he, yeah, shock I guess is the best one. Well, stagger's the best hands down. That's always good. So I guess shock is where you go with ghost rider now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense his attacks are great. Correct? So Yeah. Shock him. Because you, you kind of can't ignore Ghost Rider. He's got great range. All of his attacks are range three or beam three. Correct. He's got that medium movement with that huge base. And he's got Hell on Wheels to just zip a long movement somewhere. Yeah. But I, I liked Ghost Rider from the beginning. He just seemed not quite there for a five. He was. I still enjoyed playing him, but he always seemed like he was missing something. And legitimately, Whew. I think the stamina... I think the stamina is the thing that tips it over for me because I would be stoked for everything that they changed on here and almost to the same level as I already am, I guess. Even without the stamina and change? Even without the stamina, yeah, because the things that I'm mostly excited about are Spirit of Vengeance actually happening all yes. the time. That, that's that's most huge. Of it. Yeah, uh, and his immunities are just awesome. I love that he's yeah this tank now. Makes but, me happy because I already liked using him. And then I don't believe anything ever really changed on his injured side. His attacks didn't change. Penance there didn't change. Nothing, you know, is doing something that it hadn't previously. Oh, we did get his injured side from the stream? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that or yet. It must have been. I don't know. It was on MCPDB. Shout out. Hey. So. All right. So, yeah, we definitely know he's 8-7. Perfect. Yep. Ah, yeah. He's so good. So, I love it. How do you how do you want to use him now? It, are outside of the things that we've already mentioned in Inhumans, in potentially A Force, is there a new spot where these changes find him a home on a roster? Well, I don't know about on a roster, but in the game, I was thinking is that like he is like uh, I see him as like a sniper now, with his speed, with his new durability, his attacks have always been good. Mm -hmm. He's going to be generating tons of power. He's going to go after that leader. Yeah. And take him down with his six strength builder or penance stare them if they've got some power yeah, on him. See, so here's here's the the way I see using him now is I don't activate him first at all. He's a end of the round piece for me because he's right. going to get loaded up with power from mm. every from the enemy attacking all my other characters. And then, mm -hmm. I'm, like you said, hell's on wheeling up to someone. And now potentially they should have some power because they've been building up. And then I'm blasting the hell out of them, hoping that they don't have a stupid card that reverses that. Right. So you, yeah, right. So you go last with him. He's got power to hell on wheels. He's got two actions. So if you need more power to then penance stare that turn, you've got your chains of damnation to probably get some power yep. with six dice and hex on a wild is always fantastic. Yeah. So like, yeah, I see. I, I want to try a game where his job is to snipe the leader as quickly as possible. Yeah. 
And I like the idea of going last so he doesn't take a ton of damage back right away. Right. Which even then, I mean... He can tank it for a yeah, while. he certainly can. I think this also makes the um, his comeback card... Deal with the devil? Or, yeah, yeah, that makes it like... Now that he's better, it's a way more powerful card. Oh, yeah. You get him back with his 15 stamina again. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> Not going to take this guy out this game. Yep. Well, and, and just, I, I feel like... Granted, I, I guess I don't know if they're modifying tactics cards at all. Well, I guess we did see that... Um, what is it, Ricochet Blast or, or something that they were going to be altering? I do remember seeing something about the there were some tactics cards that were getting changed, but I can't remember specifically. I think the one to bring him back should certainly be, because four is really cheap, especially with that much health. The odds of you being unable to pull that off are low. Isn't it six? No, it's four. It's only four? Yeah. Yep. That's not enough. <laughs> right? Yeah. So. Oh, because it also takes the place of another character. That's why it costs less. I forgot about that part. It's not like Ultron where he just comes back. Like, right. you do have to sack one of your characters, preferably yeah, healthy. Bob's gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. The last game I used it when he got rid of Mysterio it was actually kind of a tough choice because Mysterio was doing work. Mm -hmm. But he was, like, super close to, was he dazed or he was just about to be dazed? But he was still on his healthy side, so I was like, it's worth it to bring Ghost Rider back. Well, he loses the activation token, too. You know what I mean? So, like, it's Yeah, that is huge. massive. I mean, he comes back really and gets a turn. Off, like, that part of it is borderline broken. Yeah. Now that he's so good. Correct. It was broken even when he was crappy. Because you couldn't really target him. You had to let him run amok and just hope that he whiffed on all his attack rolls because then he couldn't really do anything. Yeah, kind of. It was one of those really fun cards that were just kind of like, yeah, it's really good, you know, in this one scenario kind of thing. Yeah. But you're not going to see it that often anyway. Yeah, just because people mean, didn't see Ghost Rider all that often. Correct. Yeah, I feel we will now because now he's... Especially once we get terror. Blade stateside so we can field Midnight Suns and not put Ghost Rider, uh, you know, in affiliation where you have to have 10 points for two models, yeah. at least. Mm -hmm. So you can do it with, you know, nine instead. <laughs> That's very true. But to be fair, to go, Doctor Strange and Defenders was almost always um, six or seven points anyway. Yep. Yep, usually seven, for me at least. Just being able to move Doctor Strange into the middle of a battlefield and sit him there as a turret just blasting people with three activations a turn was... Yeah. Yeah, the one time I feel the Doctor Strange without the gem, I really regretted it, and I was like, this was the wrong choice. <laughs> I hope no one brought it up a bunch when you did that. <laughs> oh, you mean just every sentence that game? <laughs> and the, the oh, episode no, of this Thanos. after? We, that joke was about, wasn't it? it was like, Both oh, of them. I, I did it I've done it twice now. Oh, God. But yeah, the time I used Thanos with the power gem, and I think the space gem, and it, he was good. Like That was still a really close game, but if I'd had the time gem... I almost oh, certainly yeah. would have won it. For sure. Because it was so close. Listen, uh, yeah. Thanos with the time gem can uh, all you've got round one and still end up on top, you know? So I love bringing that game up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a low point for me. Um, so some of the big core changes, speaking of Doctor Strange, they used to as an example in one of the big roster changes that will be, I don't know if this is technically already implemented into the game or, or what the deal is, but you can now bring same alter ego on your roster. Can't bring them into yes. your squad. Which I don't know why this wasn't a thing before. Well, I guess we didn't have that many yet, but like they, they've been really good at feature proofing. I'm surprised yeah. this wasn't a thing until now. We're like, yeah, why can't you have both versions in your roster? So it makes perfect sense to me. This is one of those changes. It's like, sure, good. Makes sense. Should have been there before. And so I do like that the in the um, the article that they were talking about this in on why you would want to bring two of the same exact uh, version of the character, especially with the gem changes that we'll talk about a little bit later, that I could see. Oh, well, I have Doctor Strange with Soul Gem, Doctor Strange without Ugh. Soul Gem. Um, yeah. Whether that's important enough to bring for a roster slot, probably is for Black Order. To have vanilla Thanos and then Thanos with something or Corvus with and without a reality gem. Um, I'm hoping that we will see some additional tweaks to to that that part that we will talk about here shortly. But yeah, 
Um, but as of currently, you can have both Doctor Stranges on your roster. You can have both Black Widows on your roster. You can have, is there a third example? Peter Parker. Peter Parker, that's right. How could you forget Patty Pan Pumpkin Pie? Oh, that's true. Patty Pan Pumpkin Pie. Um, well, and Iron Man, I guess now too. Tony Stark. Oh yeah, once again, once we get Hulk, but sir stateside. But a lot of people have already been playing with him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, love Europe you, got him. Yeah, I love you. Shout Scotty. out to Scotty. But speaking of Scotty, uh, I'll bring him up later as well. There's a lot we're talking about later. This show might even go on for another 10, 15 minutes. Holy crap! Right. So as far because as the- when I got a dinner out tonight, the Scotty doesn't know came on in the restaurant and I was singing along and I was like, Scotty does know though. Scotty does. Scotty's a man. So (laughs) one of the other changes, and this is just a quality of life. I I don't feel there's anyone upset about this bad boy, but as far as the roster of team tactics cards that you can bring. Yes. 10 instead of eight. Yeah. Yes. Good. Absolutely. I I guess I don't necessarily want to see it bigger than this because then it's just convoluted. Yeah, but I think 10's perfect. 10 characters, 10, uh, you know, whatever's these are. With so, so many cards that are so specific, like that Ghost Rider one, yeah. when you don't know if you're definitely going to take him or not, if you've got a dual affiliation or even triple affiliation roster, mm-hmm. like having more ch- options there is great. And we talk all the time, and we play the game a little bit different for the stream where we don't typically build a roster and everything. I can still appreciate that this is a good move. Oh yeah, absolutely. I also agree like going up to like 12 or something, I think is just too much. Yeah. Um. Then that way you, you can take all the great cards mm-hmm. all the time. That kind of like, I like how there's still, uh, you still have that choice here where you, you gotta pick the ones that fit the best, but I think this is good. Yeah. They just slapped a pump on that and made it 25% bigger. So, you know, I, I can't be mad at that in any way, shape or form. Uh, are there cards Specifically, I think maybe the Ghost Rider one, the, the deal with the devil, is is a prime example. But are there other cards that you always almost include, but you just can't justify that spot for? Disarm. Disarm. All the time. I can't, yeah. I want to take it, but I'm like, no. Especially for the stream, I want to take the cards that feature the models I'm using. Correct. So, like, for me, that's one that's always at the top of the list. Trip Up is another Trip one. Trip Up. Uh Brace for impact, of course. Yeah. You know, since that's why it's restricted because it's just so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I just like that it improve it increases your options at the table. Um, so if we if ever if I ever did play in any kind of organized play like tournament type thing, I appreciate this change for that time in the future if it ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what uh speaking of people that are liking commenting and subscribing right now hey thanks uh what cards have always narrowly escaped your list that now potentially are are viable candidates is it acute senses it's probably not but it might be marked for death i really like marked for death personally but sometimes can't quite can't quite put it in there um and we have our crisis selection change. Yes. Which for the stream doesn't change things much, but I like this idea where you have a little less control about what crises get selected between the two players. Mm-hmm. So where we have uh, you, it's fully randomized. So players still roll for priority the same way they always have and choose either secure or extract just like normal. However, when they go to pick their crisis, they simply reveal one crisis card instead of cho- instead of two and then choose one. You just pull one at random of your three, and that's what you got. Yep. So, because I'm hoping you know this, because uh, I've never played in any legitimate game of this game before. That's not how we do things here. When when it says you bring three crisis, do you bring two extracts and one secure? Do you choose, or do you, you bring three of each? You bring three of each. When you build your roster, your whole roster is you have ten six models. Crisis eye. Yeah, you have six. You have your ten model roster. You have your now ten tactics cards. You have three three extracts and three oh. uh, secures. Okay. And then before it was after you roll for priority, uh, the winner chooses either red or blue, and then you would shuffle them up and you pick two at random and you get to pick one of those to be like your contribution. Your opponent does the same thing with the other. So now it's just you you get to choose which one you're pulling at random, which pile you're pulling one out of random. 
Okay. <laughs> and then whoever lost priority gets to choose the threat amount. There's something else they changed, right? Uh, yes. Yep. Oh, I thought it was part of that same bit. Well, that was, I know that was another small change they did. I'm trying to find it in the transmission article. Uh, so yeah, so it was, they said getting to select which crisis type you get to, to use for the game and the threat value led to a style of play we were not a fan of and artificially inflated the importance of crisis selection above that of even characters. So, so this is the player that selects the threat value after crisis selection to the player that does not have priority. Okay. So we roll off. You win priority. You get to choose. Am I going to pick from red or blue? Yeah. And then you choose yours. I choose mine. And then I get to choose which crisis we're using for the threat value. All right. I like that. I think that's a very positive change. I think anything that takes the importance off of whoever wins the random dice roll in the mm. beginning is really important. Like. Yes. You have seen other games where that just ruins everything. Oh, absolutely. You win the first die roll and you wipe out your half of your opponent's army. Mm -hmm. and Not this game. Correct. Very much so. Uh, and to cut to, we had done a teaching game this past Monday on, oh yeah, the power phase. And that was one of the, like, I feel if you have come from another Warhamming, uh, Warhamming, another Warhamming game. <laughs> another, I love Warhamming games. Another mini war game. Another Warhamming gaming miniatures board you okay we're having a little bit of strongs over here but it's fine <laughs> uh i feel like that's something that's built into that game type almost of like hey if i don't go first i'm probably dead um yes and or if i don't get the early lead it's over and that is the thing that i really 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 appreciate about marvel crisis protocol is that um it's very comebacky the, the everyone's got a shot the ketchup mechanics in this are elegant correct that's one way i like to say it the ketchup mechanics and mcp i really relish personally as they're they really kind of cut the mustard you know they really split my split and butter my buns <laughs> and toast them sure so, <laughs> but uh what else what else we got so we i mean they they kind of gave us a, a decent amount here so in addition to the roster changes, Infinity Gems, and we've talked about this before, no longer Ugh. count towards your roster cap. Right. They don't of, count as a character space. Yes. But. A big but. It, it is a huge but. They have to be included on a character. And if you feel that character in your squad, they must include the Infinity Gem that is attached. I, I don't like that. This is the one core rule change that i i also don't like and yeah. the internet essentially agrees i have seen almost nobody arguing the opposite i don't like that it takes away the choice i think it screws black order yeah, any same. kind of yep. uh, organized you know like a tournament because like you don't like that it makes it very difficult for them to fill certain threat levels now oh yeah so, so like, like you have to bring some two points and whatnot and you have to you got 10 characters at least now and not you know half of your squad being gems but you still it makes it more difficult to build a roster build a squad with black order specifically yeah. especially i'd almost be curious if black order players would just prefer to not have the change at all they're like listen no, i'll keep taking the gems as rosters like that's fine right i also don't like what it does with like if you're playing guardians you don't get to choose does star lord have the power gem or does ronan Yep. Can you can you put it on both in your roster and then only take one of those characters in a squad? I don't really know. No, only one of each gem. See that I don't like that because now okay, so you're gonna have Star Lord who's way better. His power gem is way more useful now with hit and run. Yep. So if you have Ronin too, you're because he's a guardian. Yep. You're not gonna have the power gem on him ever. Correct. Why? Like I don't think it's as good as Ronin. I don't think he needs it, but you don't have that choice now. Um, yeah. So um, I, I think I, I this is a big misstep. I, I was really hoping when this article came out that they would mention that that was something that they had thought about before and had announced, but decided to, to backtrack on. Yeah. I hope they, I, I would have, I was hoping that they saw the internet was generally upset about this change. Nobody that, um, I had seen commenting on things was in support of this change. Right. 
because it takes away from choice. Um, I, I was hoping they would backtrack on it and just say, okay, they don't take a roster, they don't take a model spot, but you let it doesn't have to go with that character. Like they're one or two threat things. I don't think they should have taken a character slot in the beginning. It only affects like eight models in the game, right? But it screws over an entire faction mm-hmm. affiliation. Yep, and it seems to me. So, and maybe maybe the intent is to make it so that you have to be a lot more specific and that you have to strategize a little bit um, with those characters that they're not supposed to kind of be a free point that you can include to use star lord but use them slightly harder later on but i don't know i think the fact that they already cost threat is enough yeah because like you can take a two you know a couple of gems is a model or two missing from your from your squad yeah. that's huge at minimum they're half an okoye right at most they are an okoye so like <laughs> but that's massive though and especially if you're playing if you're playing black order with thanos with like the time gem and something else and then corvus also with the reality. reality gem then you could throw one on um ebony maw too can you take one or two you can take the soul gem right so like gem, i think i think yeah i think you can take the mind gem i know he has two i have ne- i don't think i've ever used him so i mean <laughs> i'm not sure but like is it that big of a deal no because it really like it mind and space mind and space i think it's like eight characters that can take gems if that I wish there would be more. We haven't had a new character with, that could feel the gem in over a year. Because Thanos was the last one, I believe. Yeah. Because he, you know, finished him off. Thinks the only way to, still the only way to get the soul gem. Uh, it's strange. There was one that only came with Thanos. And I can't. Was it reality? Oh, as far as like actually physical yeah. cards. Yeah, that could be. I think something like that. But it's like. I'd like to see more characters get it. I was really hoping they were um, with the new mod, uh, new card changes that drax would get the power gem as i've been saying for the whole time we've had these shows yeah <laughs> yeah drives me crazy i missed that i wasn't paying attention what was the actual joke the drax should have access to the power oh gem. yeah drax absolutely should have access to the power because the whole like all of the 90s he wore the power gem on his forehead in the comics for like infinity watch and everything like when it yeah. was re- read in the comics like that was drax's thing I also would love to see a more true to comics Drax that's just disgusting, powerful. I think that when they add equipment to the game, that one of the ones that they will add, maybe specifically for Drax, is a timepiece called the Infinity Watch that has the power gem in it. <laughs> I think <laughs> I want to see it like maybe even a different version of the power gem for Drax that just like it gives him plus one die to all of his attacks. Ooh. Because that's what it did in the comics. It just made you like Hulk strong and super tough. So like when Drax had the power gem, he looked like Drax on steroids, you know? All right. He was he was huge. He was Drax the Destroyer. He could go toe to toe with Thanos on his own. He wore a big purple cape. All right. So <laughs> you didn't have me at any point up to the cape bit. Because I was like, oh, he's just bigger and stronger. You know, that's just 50 percent more Drax. Yeah. But like. But he also had like the the vision or Doctor Strange kind of swoopy thing behind his head that that was also purple. I like that. Oh, man, he looked so stupid. It was great. There's nothing there's nothing quite like. Was he still shirtless, too? Mostly. Uh, It was kind of like a wrestling leotard that just covered his sensitive nipples. I like that a lot. <laughs> Nothing like a stiff collar and a thong. You know what I mean? Just yeah. running around punching people. Him and Gamora looked very similar back in the day because okay. she, you know, also green. Yeah. Um. She also had a very revealing costume with a cape. Yeah. She and just everything. Had the, the Borat swimsuit, right? It was just like a V. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um. And then when she didn't have the cape and whatnot, she had like the darker green, like look like scaled suit with the same kind of thing where the the V cut went like past her belly button. Yeah. But like Drax had knives. Well, he didn't really have knives in in the in the comics. He just punched stuff or had big guns. He liked hit wielding really? giant like artillery laser type things. And Gamora had a sword. I like that. I guess movie Drax is very different oh, from yeah. Drax in the comics. Very different. I love movie Drax. Yes, yeah, same. I love him, but he's a very different character. <laughs> so let's change gears a little bit you don't want to talk about drax anymore i do want to talk about drax but (laughs) more importantly i really want to you know really kind of rev up some excitement for monday 
as we will be playing a new custom crisis. Yeah. That, you know, tracks. we might have to cycle motorly through every once in a while. But we will be playing. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't come up with a name for it yet. I'm going to try to make it stupid and ubiquitous like all the other names. It's, it's like motorcycles. Yeah, it's motorcycles. It's going to be on. Ubiquitous. You know how they're always like, <laughs> Gentleman Taylor comes from the store with three bottles of milk and creates <laughs> havoc. And it's like, oh, this is probably, you know, Milkman. And he, he robs a store or whatever. But well, isn't that your title really... now? Just you got to add motorcycle in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's a motorcycle secure object or extract object. OK. And what these motorcycles do is there's two of them on map C at both of the board edges. So okay. This kind of tracks with a uh, Terrigen Mists. One on both sides of the board, center line. These motorcycles are worth two victory points during the cleanup phase. During the power phase, you roll the die. And depending on what that die comes up with, different things happen. So if you roll a crit, on that character's turn, they may make a free long movement. And at the end of that movement, they incinerate every enemy within range three. They literally steal Ghost Rider's motorcycle? They literally steal Ghost Rider's motorcycle. <laughs> On a hit or a wild, they just get a free move. On a block, they can uh, collide. Some of these are a work in progress. Block is, <laughs> block is the one that's still a work in progress. So they have a collision with something? They're, I want a collision in there somewhere, like a uh, like a like they can throw themselves and they don't take. Like, you're running over somebody. So roll them, throw themselves range two, and but they don't suffer damage from a collision? Place within two. No, I see, like... If you want to do it like pounce, or I, meant, I meant short. Yeah. Like, yeah so just take, just take the text from pounce. They yeah. throw themselves range... Short and don't suffer damage from the collision. Yeah. Um... And yeah. then on a blank or skull, the opponent resolves a long move and knocks them off the motorcycle. Blank or a skull? A blank or a skull. Ooh, quarter of the time. Almost. Slightly under a third. Yeah, somewhere between 20 and 30% of the time. Are there two blanks on the die? Yeah. Two blanks, two hits, skull, crit. Wild. wild block. And block. I always forget about block. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um... <laughs> And it gives the character a long movement, just in general. While they're holding it? While they're holding it. When do they roll the die? When they pick power it up? Phase. In the power phase. Yep. Okay, cool. I missed that part before. Course, you know? <laughs> I considered, I, I almost wanted to the clutch? have them have their own defense and that you could knock someone off it without dazing them based on being able attacking the bike instead of the character. But I thought that might be a little bit too convoluted. But I thought that was a cool mechanic. Trying to think of like the headline name for it, something about devil motorcycles or devil bikes. I was so specifically in the car on the way home today, I was trying to think of, I don't know if the BAMPs or some type of thing that was like just messing with stuff or if there was some forge virus that he ever had to deal with or like Cameron Hodge was just messing with mechanical stuff. And, mm. you know, so sometimes you're in control of it and sometimes you're not. The internet got in there and now it's all just filled with memes or whatever. Your crisis is the motorcycle. That's why sometimes you lose control and you fall off. Because the internet is controlling your motorcycle. Yeah, all the all the, all the <laughs> motorcycles are Bluetooth. So like, I mean that tracks. But yeah, so we'll try that out. Initially, I was like, yeah, I'd love to play this with hammers. I just thinking about Black Cat or Bullseye riding around on a motorcycle with a Thor hammer smashing people, and it was like, oh yeah, that's also it, an extraction. Well, do you want us pair it with um, uh, Portals Overrun City with Spider People? Because that's a map D. So we got pretty different spots. It is a map D. And um, is it 18 threat? Because you said you kind of want to try it out at that level. Yeah. Something between 17 and 19. Just because I, I don't want to use too few models. I want to have, you know, at least eight characters on the board. Do you want to set your threat as 19 or so? I mean, you could just choose a threat for your well, crisis how many how many other 19 threat extractions are there that's so a good if we go question with the threat level 
Extraction. Uh, there's one, two, three. No, that's a secure there's one, two. two extractions. There's two. Yeah. Seventeen's the most. And eighteen, there is one. One. It's only hammers. It's only hammers. So, so is this an eighteen threat I extraction? Is, I think this is an eighteen threat extraction. A bamf stole my bike. A bamf stole my bike. <laughs> bamf stole my bike. I don't know you. I don't know you. <laughs> All right, cool. So we're going to do that and spider portals. Correct. Spider portals. I feel like we've done spider portals a lot recently, haven't we? I don't know. I can't keep do... track anymore. It's 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 difficult because they're all named ambiguous things that don't. How about have we done cosmic invasion? Black order descends on Earth recently. I don't think so. Cosmic vaults. Cosmic inv. I think the last time I remember doing that was when I feel the black order because I thought it'd be fun to do. You know, keep the theme. Yeah, let's do that. There's also map D, so that works. D and C. This is where you can gain power and get pushed. Well, perfect. People will be getting pushed. They're going to be revving motorcycles. Um, Done. I was trying to hold the other secure I made, the um, Moon Knight Ketamine yeah. extraction. Oh, I can't wait Moon for Knight that one. And Black uh, Blade came out, but that's going to be one to three more years <laughs> for U.S. people. So we'll probably run that one here shortly, too. And then I have two secures as well. So we could just have a whole month. of. Oh, I realize you have, we're working on so many. I, you got ideas. I was like, so like, not to piggyback off of what uh, was it Taylor, or maybe Chuck had said. A uh, special uh -huh. guest Chuck uh, had mentioned a couple weeks ago that we, you know, might get stale if they're not adding new Crisis Eye. I was in. Yeah, that. Taylor and I were talking about that after a game, so that I brought it up yeah, on the show. That's what it was, and it got shut down pretty hard. <laughs> which uh, is fine I, I brought it up to discuss so well like really early on i was like man we're not getting any new crisis eye uh at any regular pace like i hope these don't get stale and it turned out they haven't been getting stale at least for me and i've been playing at least every usually every week yeah um but back then i was like yeah we should we should have a couple more or whatever but i'm still happy with the ones that have come out but i think yeah. finding new mechanics and, and new things and i almost want to add a new map but i feel like map makes it too complicated but I just want diagonal maps. Same. So same. Like give me the the far the far corners of map D, or just the outside of map A and the very center point. Yeah. And then the opposite as another as like the reverse of the map. Like just that would change things up a bit. So if anyone in chat or at home listening uh, to the podcast version, I have been scouring the Facebook groups to find blank templates for secure and extract crisis right because we know that people have made them for character cards yeah we might do that in the future too but for sure i think that would be really fun but yeah i'd love to see that for the crises because we have some tim's got a bunch of ideas apparently um yeah i think it's something that i'd love to to workshop and come up with some of our own stuff um and we'll put them on the discord too after we play them on the stream so if you are a twitch subscriber believe you get access for free just make sure your discord is linked to your amazon prime account or mm. your twitch prime account um as well as patrons even at the one dollar tier get access to the discord so we'll post all of these there as they come out um and i think that'll be a lot of fun i think it would be really fun to workshop new characters as well yeah um because we you know one of us can make it up and then the other the other people on the show can just tear them apart and totally change it because i'm sure that's how it would go i think that's probably how it would go i mean i'll make a four threat ice man and by the time we're done, he'll be two threat. <laughs> we'll go mega level, make him a three threat. <laughs> so what you're saying is he's not going to have immunity to poison. Iceman? Oh, he absolutely does. Oh, well, then he's a five or six, Dan. You can't bring that type of stuff in here. He's also immune to uh, bleed and incinerate because he's, he's ice. No, that's his weakness. You can't have He's not weak to fire. Have you ever seen him fight somebody with fire? He I... wrecks them every time. Excuse you, but I had the X-Men 1995 Ultra Flare card oh. where it had the beach expansion part of it where it's Jubilee and Wolverine and Professor X and Jubilee's rubbing suntan lotion to professor x's head and wolverine's like on the grill and he's got hot dogs on his claws and he's trying to eat them yeah and Iceman is by the bar in the shade melting really bad because he's in the sun well, that's 
That artist is foolish because on the beach, there's tons of water right there. There's so much moisture for him to use. But it was really hot water because it was the beach, Dan. He's, Maybe he didn't want to be salty. About as that. he's like leveled up over the years, powered up, he's essentially immune to like temperature changes. Yeah. Because he can just reduce the temperature of the air around him. So if somebody shoots fire at him, it just gets it just gets colder. It becomes cold fire. Yeah. Is and he, then he doesn't care. Does cold fire hurt him? No. Not even cold fire? I don't know. <laughs> I'm making some of this up, but <laughs> no, I think it would make sense for him to So this is the kind of stuff I think would be super fun to talk about on the show. Yeah. Somebody make a character. So like he's immune to bleed because he's ice. He doesn't have blood anyway. He's immune to poison and then he's immune to incinerate. Ugh. So he's already pretty. I'm, I'm thinking at least a four threat, probably he's maybe even a five. Because he's got no swagger. <laughs> immune to stun because Dan thinks it would be fun. <laughs> Now you're just getting ridiculous. You can stun Iceman. <laughs> can you shock Iceman? Yeah, sure. Because water can hold electrical current. He's water. He's conducive. Conductive? Is that what conducive means? I thought conducive was like someone's like making an argument. Well, it's English. Like it has multiple conducive. meanings. Oh. Something that conducts electricity is conducive, yeah. Is conductive, conductive. not a word? I don't know. I might be making that up too. Okay. I never taught chemistry. You're making a lot of jokes tonight, potentially. Because <laughs> if we're wrong, I'm joking. Can Iceman get drunk? Sure. Why? Why not? He doesn't have blood, Dan. Well, he turns back into two. He can't. I, maybe he could drink while in ice form, but he would turn back to human form for that. So when Iceman's in ice form, if he gets a breathalyzer test because he doesn't have blood, he'll, like, he'll always blow clear. Probably. Wow. Because it used to be he just covered himself in a layer of ice, but he had his secondary mutation where he totally turns to organic ice. Okay. Organic ice. Is ice not normally organic? No. It's not? No. Why? Because it's water and hydrogen, or it's oxygen and hydrogen. Those are both organic? <laughs> to be organic, it has to have carbon, has no hydrogen, and oxygen. Pesticides, Dan, is organic. <laughs> It wasn't made in a lab. It's actually something we've been talking about like the last week in class and what makes uh, things organic and inorganic. Okay. Are there... So in that case, because it's organic ice, like Colossus is organic steel, I guess there's carbon in there too. It doesn't just disappear when he turns to ice. There's carb... What's carbon again? That's what... What? Omega Red's tentacles are made out of. Carbonadium? Yeah, no breathing. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about with this game? So <laughs> I right. told Danny earlier we'd have no problem filling an hour with no content oh. because we go off on I what I call it um like related tangents. Yeah. So super <laughs> important question. Uh answer this question in chat. Answer this question on the Facebook post. Email us at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com to answer this question. Comment on the YouTube video. Not what are the top three characters you want or your top three to just have in general, but what would be your top three to create yourself and have full creative control over mm. to add as characters? It's an interesting tweak on the wish list. I like that. It is because I feel like there's characters that I would want that I feel like AMG would absolutely do justice to or is a character that has a pretty narrow power set where there there isn't an early, a middle, and like a super powered one that like happens later as they get a second mutation mutation or whatever. Um, like Blade, for instance. Like, you know, there's only so much stuff that happens with Blade. Yeah. Um, but a character like uh Quentin Quire, mm. who at one point existed as a blob of psychic energy. Or Professor X, who could be 90s wheelchair guy, could be guy in the shadow plane fighting the Shadow King that can walk oh, around in the Shadow King. Uh, black lycra suit, could be the current Professor X that's inside Phantom X's body running around with a maker helmet on. I mean, those are the characters that I think would be the ones that's like, oh, well, this is the one I want to make. Yeah. They can't really mess up Beast because he's Beast. But. Yeah, I mean, he's had a lot of different looks, but he's always kind of done the same thing. Right. Or, um... I want to make the first one-threat character Beak with his titanium bat. But... <laughs> Everybody loves Beak. I love very specifically that they put so much emphasis on 
It's beak, but his bat is titanium. Like, that's the selling point to having bat beak there. He almost killed this, Beast with that thing when right. Cassandra Nova took him over. Very true. He was like, what are you doing? Oh, oh, oh. That is, I'm pretty certain that that comic was the motivation behind the tactics card and mental domination. Where they were like, remember that time? Beak and his titanium bat? <laughs> were controlled by Cassandra Nova. If Beak did not have that titanium bat, would he have even been considered a puppet choice for right. Cassandra Nova? No way. Was she scanning through all those brains and she's like, which one of these guys has a titanium bat I can use? That's right there. Uh, I love they brought him back in Exiles too, where he like joined the Exiles team and... <laughs> He's so useless because he's like a bird person. He can't even fly. He doesn't have wings. He just has some stupid feathers and all he had was that bat. I Then he had weird babies with Angel. Yeah, he did. The uh, insect wing Angel. Yeah. They were freaky looking. Those kids could fly. Yeah. Angel Salvatore, right? I think that was her last name. Yeah. yeah. She was in the X-Men First Class movie. Mm -hmm. They used her, which was pretty cool. And then she was gone. From the franchise, same as Banshee. No, everybody loved Banshee. Her wings. Were okay, her wings like showed that. up later to show that they had gotten her. I guess. Yeah. But uh, drove me crazy. Everybody loved Banshee in that movie. That kid was yeah. awesome. And then he just was gone and never yeah. showed up again. Was Havoc gone too? No, he was in um, Apocalypse. I think. Okay. The the explosion in the X Mansion. He got killed. Oh. Uh, was that gotcha. Apocalypse? I don't know. No, the explosion of the X Mansion was. Maybe. Was that Days of Future Past? No, because that was when they met Quicksilver. Was Days of Future Past? Yeah. And then in Apocalypse was when the X Mansion exploded. And the best scene from like the entire X Men movie franchise with Quicksilver saving everybody in the mansion with the awesome uh, "Sweet Dreams" song. Yeah. Like every I, every once in a while that comes up like on my TikTok or my Facebook feed, and I watch it every time. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. When he like bloop and catches all the fish, or takes a bite of the pizza or something. Yeah. Or drinks a whole soda. Um, that Quicksilver was so good. I really like Aaron Hansen. Nope. Aaron, what? Aaron Hansen's Eagle Rafter. Uh, what are you talking about? The other Quicksilver? Yeah, it's the one who played Kick Ass. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, that one. The old TJT. ATJ. So up. Wow. But Evan Peters as Quicksilver. Yeah. Both times was great. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> both different Quicksilvers. Um what was his stupid name in uh like, something Boner? Frank Boner? Boner? Not Frank. Is it Rick Boner? No. I thought it started with an R. I mean, you got banned from a Facebook group about this. You should know the name. <laughs> I got banned from an FCP group. Yes, I For that post. Uh, post. Post. I got back in, though. Was it Richard? No, it wasn't Richard Boner. Maybe it was Richard Boner. Because he was like, hey, Boner. Dick Boner. Anyway. I don't think it was that on the nose, but. But uh, some of the suggestions in chat, uh, Dark Cow was like, Dr. Doom, dude. Yes, we need Doctor Doom. Like he's such a Marvel staple. I cannot believe we don't have Doctor Doom yet. Doctor Doom, Rhino, and Sandman. I think like out of those three, too, that Doctor Doom is one that they could do in a lot of different ways. And yeah, actually having the control to get the Doctor Doom that you want out of that. Oh, I could think I of think like three Doctor awesome Dooms at the top of my head. Right. We got like classic. When blast you, Doctor Doom. Uh -huh. We got like Iron Man level Doctor Doom with his suit could do anything, and we got magic Doctor Doom. Yeah. Like so many different things you can do with him. Like, do you add the Doom bots? Do you take out the Doom bots? Is that a tactics card? Do you have tactical Doom bots? Tactical Doom bots. Uh, Mitch said, All Father Thor, Herald of Thunder. Are those two different people, or is All Father Thor the Herald of Thunder? It sounds like the same person. Gladiator. I love Gladiator. Ah, his powers completely is directly proportional to his self belief. Really? Yeah, that's his whole thing. Is that as long as he believes in himself and he can do it, he's unstoppable. That's why Cassandra Nova defeated him because she just turned him into a mewling baby. Psychic. His own, his, he's kind of like the juggernaut. His one weakness is a psychic attack. But even if he has enough confidence, it doesn't work. 
Wow. So does he get stronger when he's drunk then? Just the false confidence? Probably. That is awesome. <laughs> I, I've always loved Gladiator. He's got that weird 80s look that just works. Oh, yeah. He's purple. He's got that big purple mohawk. Is he an unlockable character from a 90s Super Nintendo wrestling game? Or is he a Marvel character? <laughs> the world might never know. <laughs> also, I just looked it up. I don't, can't believe we forgot this. Ralph Boner. Oh, yeah. Ralphie B. Come on, Ralph. Ralphie B. Oh, yeah. I love Gladiator. One of my favorite things about Gladiator was the 90s cartoon. Yes. When he first shows up and Juggernaut's like, doom, doom, doom. And Gladiator's just like, who is this guy? And just punches him into oblivion. And he just like goes sailing across the ocean. That is the episode <laughs> where Charles, where <laughs> that we get the I'm the Juggernaut bits from, right? Isn't that where it's like he like crashes into Xavier's room on Muir Island? Yeah. yeah. Because to introduce Gladiator and show how strong he was, they had him just punch the crap out of Juggernaut. I mean, if there's a if there's a person to punch the crap out of that can take it, it's probably the Juggernaut. Yeah, he was just kind of like, this isn't supposed to happen. We did get confirmation that All-Father Thor, Herald of Thunder, is in fact the same character. Um... <laughs> Mitch in the chat, F you, Cassandra. <laughs> Yeah, she can even take down Gladiator. Get over it. Um, it so, happened. Uh, <laughs> I, I did mention that I was going to bring up Scotty later. Uh, Scotty doesn't know. On one of our posts on the episode where I was talking about that stupid motorcycle shtick, <laughs> um, he posted uh, pictures of like eight different characters, all of which had action figures that were bundled with motorcycles at one point. Uh, so I'm going to be going back through those posts to uh, develop my my team for that uh, that special delight crisis. Special delight. I know that. I think Storm and Miles Morales were both in that list. Maybe not Storm, but it'll be fun. I'm excited. I was asking the Discord for some ideas because I want to do like another theme list. Yeah. Uh, and Taylor suggested his go fast list. Okay. With all fast, mo uh, long movement. That's definitely the one to have where you get a buff <laughs> your movement. Well, that's his. I don't want. I, did, I was like, I don't want to steal your idea because he was talking about that's the next list he wants to play yeah. with. Um, was Black Cat, Baron Zemo, uh, Amazing Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, Quicksilver, mm -hmm. and one other one. Proxima? No, I think it was a four threat to fill in Gamora? the 18. I can't remember. Gamora or Black Panther. Oh, okay. We could also throw Sabretooth in there. I love Because I love Sabretooth. I was also thinking about possibly just doing a beefy uh, Brotherhood list with Magneto, Ooh. Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Sabretooth. Yeah. I think is 18. Or take Scarlet Witch out and throw in Mystique and Toad. Yeah. But I don't think I've used Scarlet Witch yet, so I kind of want to. Should make a kitty cat list. No, We're I don't want to do that. Sabretooth, <laughs> Black Cat. Maybe those are the only two examples. Yeah, there are other cats. Wolverines are kind of like cats-ish. He's kind of a kitty. He's got claws. <laughs> Kitty's got claws. Kitty's got claws. <laughs> but that is that is it for us this week. Um, if you didn't check it out. Uh, Danny's brother and I had yeah. a game on this past Monday. We did a learning game. We played uh, the Avengers against the Guardians of the Galaxy. Super old fun Guardians. game. Old Guardians. Old Guardians, yes. Not, not the new and upcoming Guardians, but the, the current state of the game. Uh, 2021 shipping issue, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and that they are frustrating. It's just not quite as good as they could be, mm. but will be eventually. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun. He was a great uh opponent yeah super quick to pick it up he had no relation to the game whatsoever for the most part outside of sitting here watching chuck scream at me a couple weeks ago yeah and i've talked to him about it a few yeah. times but we never got to like bust anything out and actually like do any kind of play <laughs> with the game itself but he he really he said he enjoyed it as well he wants to come back he wants to play more he really wants to try more. He wants Thor again because he really wants to get God yeah. of Thunder off because why wouldn't you? Yes. Um, Dude, and his his Captain America was incredible. Yeah. Like, 
just eight cars to the face. Like a like something would be thrown at him and he wouldn't even try to dodge. He would just take all the damage. <laughs> would roll zero success yep. on that. But then but your attacks were just useless. Useless. It was one turn you threw like 12 or 15 dice at him and did nothing. Did nothing. With oh. a vibranium shield and I can do this all day, Tyler was just rolling rocks. Yep. Um, that was great. That was really fun to watch. And I think that really helped him enjoy it. Where it's like, oh, my tank character is tanking yeah. the damage. Well, he was doing what he's supposed to, so it was good. I felt bad at first, too, because I was like, I want to make sure I get at least a little damage on uh, Captain America. So I'll throw this first. And then I four damage straight through. And I was like, Ugh. Okay, so whoops. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want him to not enjoy this and have his the character he wants to play just well, get punked. And he was straight rolling some Tim France dice too. Like the cosmos thought it was me because he was he was thrown out like two or more skulls per hand. Yeah. I saw him when he was like attacking with Thor, rolling six dice and rolling one hit yeah. a couple of times. And I was like, ooh, that's gonna reduce the fun factor if you're just whiffing. Yeah. But it all worked out in the end. He had a good time. Yeah, he wants to he come a, back. We really wanted him to have wanted to have him tonight to yeah. talk about the game, but he wasn't able to make it. So he said he definitely wants to do it in the future, though. Sweet. So that'll be a lot of fun. We'll get some uh, more new player insight as well. And somebody that's not like super into comics either. Like he knows of the characters mostly from the movies. So he'll have a more almost like a more pure look at these things from a, a practical gaming stance. Yeah, because he's got a good uh, experience with that kind of stuff. I liked him a lot too. He's a great person to play against. Fun person to play against. He's a good dude. Yeah. But all right, guys, have a good week. We'll see you Monday, and if not, um, we'll see you Thursday. Yeah, don't forget to like and sub and all that stuff. Also, check out professionalcasual.com for all the other stuff that we do with the network. We're not just for MCP. Uh, we got lots of cool, especially nerd-related stuff. Yeah, over there. Pretty much anything nerd related you could you could want or anything nerd related that we could provide you specifically. Let us know on the discord. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.